This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're you're tuned into It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati, the top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad that you went back to the how are you doing? You know, it feels right. It feels like the right way to start the podcast. Some people intro with like, you're listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati and uh, the intro. You, you can tune it out until you hear Mike. How are you doing? Yeah, no, honestly, and I should promote it. Thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We really <laughs> appreciate it. We have fun on the show. And honestly, you know, seven and four. I'll take it after the 0-2 starts of the season. So, um, good vibes. And it's it's kind of wild because this season is flying for me personally. And it's just the the home slate of home games. When you get Kansas City, get Cleveland, you get the Bills coming up, you get the Baltimore Ravens. It's 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 I can feel the the excitement in the city right now. I think a lot of people are are hyped for this this coming weekend. It's a tough schedule, but you got four games at home. So could be worse. <laughs> you know, you get the Chiefs and the Bills at home. You can go 50, you can go 500 in that. Uh, you get the Browns game is going to be at home, I believe. The Ravens game is at home, I believe. So yeah. you've got a whole lot of games that are important that are going to be at home. You got to travel. They have to travel to Tampa and they have to travel to New England. Mm-hmm. But the, and it does kind of suck that like the two easier games on the schedule, in my opinion, probably, uh, even though they are playoff teams, like that's how tough the schedule is that the easier opponents are like the playoff teams and the Browns, but the Browns just play the Bengals really well. So you kind of have to travel on the road for those games. So you don't get one that really feels like a gimme, but uh, you know, they've got these games at home. They are the better team when they go on the road. I think they're in a good spot. Yeah. I mean, I, I not that home crowd is an advantage or anything like that because they played an arrowhead and, and played just fine in the second half of the game. And um, everybody knows what that atmosphere is like, but it's different. I feel like it's different at Cincinnati Bengals games these days. And besides the Steelers game in week one, they've, they've done pretty well this season at home. So they're hoping to keep that streak alive. Let me ask you this and we'll get to the Kansas city preview later in the week, but if you had to pick, you had to choose which one they were going to win. Would you want them to win the game against Kansas City or the Buffalo Bills in regular season? Hmm. I think 
taking any emotion out, the Bills one probably helps you more because the Dolphins could win that division. And now you're looking at, well, if we beat the Bills, we get the tiebreaker on the Bills and they might finish a game below them in the wild card or whatever. Even if they win the division, maybe you're looking at the Bengals win their division. But emotionally, it's the Chiefs because mm-hmm. it's it's like that's the budding rivalry. They haven't really played the Bills and the Bengals and Bills are very amicable, it feels like to me. So the, the Chiefs, I don't think the players, like the real rivalry for the players seems to be this Titans game. I think that's the real chippy rivalry with the players. But the fans get so worked up with the Chiefs fans and the uh, Chargers fans to the players. I don't think have any idea that there's a rivalry with the Chargers, <laughs> but the fan bases are hate hate each other all this other stuff so i think personally with the emotion in it i'd I'd like to beat the chiefs because i think they're the best team in the afc so beat the best team and beat the chiefs for a third time in a row really just getting their heads about it you know like get get three straight wins you don't want to play us in the playoffs because (laughs) you can't beat them there's something about the chiefs and cincinnati though because I don't know if you remember in 2003 when Chad Johnson used to guarantee victories and he had his little quarterback chart in his locker room right. and the Chiefs were coming to town. They were nine and oh and Cincinnati beat them um, and they were having an OK season. Obviously, it was the Marvin Lewis uh, time and, and Cincinnati as the head coach. But that was just like an unbelievable win. I want to say they have not won in Cincinnati since the 80s. They've, uh, the Bengals have played there and lost plenty of times at Arrowhead, but um, there's something about when the Chiefs come to Cincinnati. And, of course, everybody knows. I know wins aren't quarterback stats, but Joe Burrow and his team, Zach Taylor, 2-0 recently. He was they, they played in 20 – when did they play prior to Joe Burrow's time in Kansas City – or um, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati? Just pulled it up because I was curious about the other one about – in. Cincinnati, uh, they played 2018 in Kansas City and before that 2015 in Cincinnati. Oh, then I must have been wrong. Did Cincy win that game? Uh, in 2015? Yeah. Yeah, that was when they started out like 11 and 0. Oh, there's something about there's something about Kansas City playing in Cincinnati. So they, we'll see. Yeah, it looks like the last time the Chiefs won in Cincinnati was 1984. They have played in 1987 they played in 2003 like you mentioned they played in 08 and 09 in cincinnati and 2015 and 2022 but the chiefs did not win any of those games i'm i'm I'm, i cannot wait to get to thursday when we can preview this game but there's just so much like you said i think i would go the same route and say it's the chiefs game um i think yeah they would probably see each other in the playoffs again if it's going this route i would feel really good about cincinnati's chances probably moves up to 90 percent making the playoffs at that point and you just would be the talk of the nfl with the target on your back even though they were the afc champs last year that this is the team to beat and they're really rolling right now i said it before on the podcast a couple uh, shows ago that it just really reminds me of how the 49ers season is going both have the same record and they're they're rolling at the right time and now you go in December and Zach Taylor said it best in the locker room nobody remembers you know the September's the October the November games it's all about December and January so should be fun I am pumped about this game I can't wait to talk about it um later this week but we're moving on we're backing up just a little bit because we didn't have time to talk about it after the last game and it's the running back to beat Smaja <laughs> P Ryan Joe Mixon tell the people they need to calm down a little bit Oh, goodness. Um, Yeah, the last two weeks, 
Samaj P. Ryan has played a majority of the snaps because Mixon got hurt. He had three touchdowns through the air against Pittsburgh. But on the ground, he went for 2.7 yards per carry, and I know Mixon went for 2.9. So neither one did great, but Mixon did better. And then this week against the Titans, I know he had some highlights, and I know it got dragged down at the end during the four-minute drill. But ends up with 3.4 yards per carry. It was like... I came away from that game thinking, oh, cool. So much appearance can handle the load if necessary. And then I just didn't go on Twitter for a while. I was just doing other things. And I came back and I could not believe my eyes to see that there was a heated debate over whether Samaji Piran or Joe Mixon should be the starter for next week. Guys, it's Joe Mixon. A, you're paying him too much for him to sit on the bench. And I know that some people use that as like, that's why you don't play him, but then you're wasting money. I, I know you're mad that he makes that much money and he's not playing up to what you expect, but he's doing fine. <laughs> so much of average 3.4 yards per carry in that game. And Joe Mixon's averaging 3.8 yards per carry on the season, despite the very slow start where he left the first three games in a row due to an ankle injury was his average yards per carry in the first four weeks was 2.7. And then they played Baltimore and they had the schematic change since then. In those, what, three, four, five, six games, he's averaged five yards per carry. I think he's been fine. I really think that slow start is stuck in people's minds where he, he played through an injury. I don't know what else to tell you. The schematic thing, yeah, that's a that's a deal. But he played through an injury. He kept leaving games for his ankle. It's not like I'm just making this up. He left three straight games for an ankle injury. And then he plays Thursday and he was still seen injured. Then you have the mini buy. And I think that's when he finally got healthy and they made the schematic shift from the players meeting. So all this is just to say, calm down. Samaji Piran can handle the load. He can handle a little bit extra work. I think that's in the cards. Like you can now like say, we don't need Samaji to just be the third down back. He could come in for a drive and give Mixon a real break, or at least like the first four plays of a drive or something and not wait till Mixon's tired and pull him out. But he's not—he's not the starter. It's—it's it's, it's Joe Mixon, and oh, we all—it's just shuts short-term memory of the last time Joe Mixon played a full game. He scored five touchdowns and averaged seven yards a carry, and played the best game as a running back since like 2005 or six by Football Outsiders rushing yards over expected. Like that was how good the game was. And we just forget that and say hot hand with a guy who went for 3.4 yards per carry. It's like, I know he went for 4.4 before the guard, before, you know, they were just trying to run the clock out, but it's just calm down. Yeah, no, I, I agree I with you. And and I think people should, well, I think people should look at it as, as a good thing when you think about that. It's a good thing with the depth. I, I hate that I am coming on to a podcast in the internet to talk down on Samaj AP right after he has such a good game because people are saying that he should be the unquestioned starter now. it's That's not the case either. Let's not just go only hyperbole. He showed good skill. That stiff arm on David Long was awesome. He ran hard. Let's not go overboard. You know, like he showed he could do more than, you know, he's doing right now. But that doesn't mean... Joe Mixon didn't lose his job over that game, in my opinion. In my opinion, that's just insane, actually, to me. was I was shocked when I came onto the Twitter app and saw the debate. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It would be hard for him to lose his job. I mean, he had a game where he had five touchdowns this season. We and- were talking about him as like, yeah, the, one of the centerpieces of the offense in that game. Then he gets injured. And now he's not even a starter. It's just so fickle. It's funny because, you know, some of the talk before the game when Jamar Chase was rolled out and then Joe Mixon was out, it was like they're without Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase. And obviously that you want them out there. They help your offense. It's I want them to be playing against Kansas City. And it's really looking optimistic. Like like that's going to be the outcome. Obviously, they get back to practice on Wednesday and we'll get more information. But you, you can't forget, you know, you do have this weapon. And and I think, you know, with this offense rolling the way it is and with some of the changes and maybe credit to Frank Pollock, who's the run game coordinator and the offensive line coach who has, you know, helped his running game look better out there. I think this is this is two weapons, two additional weapons that you're going to have on the field on Sunday. And then you think of, again, maybe, maybe I'm feeling a little, little optimistic about Travion. You get three backs out there. Who knows what they're going to go for in their bag when it comes to the offensive plays that we're going to see against Kansas City. You get those three receivers. You get Jamar Chase back. Maybe Trent Irwin even catches the ball. I mean, it's it's all the different playmakers that you have when an offense is rolling and your offensive line is looking better. I want to talk about one more thing uh, and why I think Mixon should be the starter that isn't just he's the better player. Samaji Piran's doing really well, but he's he is – a better under center running back. I think that's shown with how they're going back to that under center stuff a lot and running the ball, getting that extra offensive lineman running there in the Jets game that everybody references as the holy grail of running back play. It was all under center. And I just think he's the better under center guy. And that kind of silos the offense again, where Joe Mixon is the better shotgun runner. I know P. Ryan's a better pass protector. Mixon's probably a slightly better pass catcher. He's more, he's more of a threat pass catching i'll say that much um i know ah, man i always just say mix is a better pass catcher because the tip ball up in the air against the titans is still stuck in my memory so <laughs> mix is a better pass catcher pierre is a better pass blocker mix is a better shotgun runner and you could say pierre is a better under center runner right now but that to me leads to i think mixes should be starting because you want to come out and shotgun and they have no idea what you're going to do uh it's just what he is able to do when they run like duo duo is one of their favorite shotgun plays it's just power without a pooler you get double teams working vertical read the mike linebacker if he comes down cut out if he stays back cut straight straight ahead uh there was a play early on and you could make the case pierre made the wrong move because i don't know if he has the athleticism to take that handoff in the shotgun and then cut out and then take on a corner uh on the outside where mixon does have that athleticism right now he makes that cut big dramatic cut and gets outside and he's one-on-one with the corner. Does he break the tackle early on? I'd say no right now. I'd say yes. So I, I don't know. I, I think that schematic, like just looking at them as players and where they fit, it still leads to me saying Mixon's the better guy for this system and for this team to start. You could still bring P Ryan in. He can run from the gun. It's just, he's not better at it than Joe Mixon. I, I don't know. I I got a little bit fired up about that just because I thought that was ridiculous. I'm not – I don't know. I, I don't want to talk him down. I want to talk P. Ryan up. I want to say he had such a great game because he did. He played better than I expected. He played better than I think anybody expected. This guy was a guy that Bengals fans won off the team. They were wondering why he wasn't taking preseason snaps to see if he could lose his job. And now he has a good game, really good game. And they're talking about now he is the unquestioned starter, and I don't think – that's right. I think he had a good game. 
I think you roll with Mixon for, uh, for the foreseeable future. And I have a really good feeling that's what Cincinnati's planning on doing. Oh, I don't think this is even <laughs> a debate for them. They are just yeah. – if they saw the Twitter, they'd be like they, – they'd kind of be in my spot of like, what? <laughs> but I am convinced there's burner accounts on Twitter because when we talk about something either on social media or on a podcast – it feels like they make a change. It really does. It feels like <laughs> something happens and uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad. But uh, but yeah, no. And one of my thing, favorite things about Joe Mixon is when Joe throws him the ball. I think he he can just be an explosive weapon out there. And I have a feeling that he'll have a couple of receptions. And he threw a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. Uh, we should still be talking about that, but you know, uh, but plenty to talk about when it comes to the running back depth. And and I have a really good feeling of where it's going to go when you lead into December with what you have right now in Samaj P. Ryan and Joe Mixon. We'll talk a little more about the wide receiver room and a little bit of look ahead when it comes to the AFC playoff picture on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. <laughs> 